Well, as we know, as of midnight last night, there were some changes. Face masks are now required in all indoor environments. They're required, as we know, on public transport, planes at airports, in hospitality venues, all retail and office environments, and also encouraged in settings where you can't socially distance. That's the beginning, okay? And unfortunately, already this morning uh, on the breakfast program, we've heard uh, many people contact via phone and also email, letting us know that, well, the arguments have started again over bloody face masks. Wear one and don't abuse some, you know, some young person at a retail counter who's there, you know, on 20 odd bucks an hour serving you. Have some respect. It's not their fault. They don't make the rules. They simply are there to follow them. Sign in with the QR codes, although, of course, These have returned in a limited capacity for retail and hospitality. They remain in place naturally for high-risk venues, including hospitals, aged care and disability facilities, and gyms, places of worship, funerals, etc. But where possible, sign in. Make it as easy as we can for any contact tracing that may be required. Now, the other change, and this is what I want to speak to Wes Lambert about in just a moment or two, and that is that from the 27th, from midnight on the 27th, so the day after Boxing Day into Monday, the density limits in all hospitality venues will revert to one person per two square metres. So that refers to restaurants, pubs and clubs and coffee shops. Now, it's it's also uh, advised in these environments, or encouraged, if you like, that we don't mingle. Now, I'm... um, I do worry a little, I have to say, in in fairness, I do worry a little about how businesses are going to cope with these changes. Restaurants and Catering Industry Association CEO Wes Lambert said possibly thousands of venues were forced into closure due to COVID cases and consequent staff shortages. Now, Mr Lambert says that hospitality has been hit by the so-called perfect storm following the end of compulsory mask wearing, QR code check-ins and vaccination status disclosure. Now, he was asked whether he believed these measures should be reintroduced. And he said it it is imperative that the state government in New South Wales considers the safest and best practices to ensure that the hospitality industry can continue to recover in 2022 and that it doesn't spiral into lockdown level revenues. What needs to be remembered in all of this, and I know that, I don't know too many, but I know there are some out there saying, oh, look, we need to lock down. We need to lock down again. That's all very well to say that, but there is no federal government stimulus. There's no more JobKeeper. There's no more money being provided by the taxpayers of Australia through federal government intervention to allow people to keep their jobs. And there's certainly no more money, it would appear, available from Josh Frydenberg, the Federal Treasurer, to support small and medium-sized businesses as we deal with the Omicron variant. And I'm happy to say Wes Lambert joins us from the restaurant and catering industry. He is their CEO. Good morning to you, Wes. Good morning. Okay. Uh, How concerning um, are things today? Oh, look, uh, for the first time, Hospitality businesses from the 27th of December, meaning including New Year's Eve, are going to have government-imposed restrictions that restrict their trade. Mm. Now, we absolutely understand low-cost 
uh, and low impact initiatives like masks and QR codes uh, and checking in. Yep. Those we've been doing those since October, and the hospitality industry in New South Wales was uh, improving and certainly getting better versus 2019 and 20. The problem is, is now with zero government support announced, the state government has said, we are going to restrict your ability to trade. Never in the pandemic was this done without some type of support, because the government is saying, you, your business is going to be restricted by the government. So we are calling upon the New South Wales government to immediately announce the reintroduction of JobSaver, the reintroduction of, of uh, grants for hospitality businesses, certainly continuing the payroll tax deferrals and abatements for hospitality businesses and, um, and extending the landlord cut of practice. Because if history is any indication, four weeks is not going to be four weeks. We were told at the beginning of Delta it would be a fast two-week lockdown. Yeah. Almost four months later, we were taken out of lockdown with restrictions. Yes. So businesses aren't going to fall for that again. They are going to plan for there to be restrictions in place, not for 30 days, but for months, especially when the state government says 25,000 cases a day. That means that almost everyone will be at least a close contact or a casual contact or know someone that is, well, where, and this where, is already affecting hospitality well, businesses. absolutely. It's affecting our business. It's affecting uh, our radio station. It's affecting uh, my fiancé's place of work. I, I don't think anybody doesn't know anybody at the moment who's starting to be affected by this Omicron variant of COVID-19, where mostly as a close contact. Now, this is why I made the point earlier before I introduced you. Uh, we don't want to get into a, a full-on lockdown, but by you know by by any measure, the restrictions placed back on the two square meter per you know person per rule that will effectively, as you say, restrict trade in businesses uh, in your sector that have already done it extremely tough, and they're going to be asked to do this, as you say, without any government support. There's no federal JobKeeper available. And of course, the state has wound back all of their financial support. So it's going to be extremely tough. Well, the real question is, the government said, oh, we're going to just let COVID permeate through the community. Masks off, no more checking in. The chief health, or the health minister said we're going to have 25,000 cases a day. The question is, is how could they not have seen how that would affect consumers? Consumers immediately started canceling restaurant bookings, immediately. They immediately stopped going places. They immediately said, look, I don't want to be in a hospitality venue and potentially be considered a close contact and not be able to enjoy Christmas. Well, if there's you know, tens of thousands of cases a day or more, when will it end? When will we start learning to live with COVID? It looks like we're not living with COVID at all. We were told that hospitalization was the new number to look at. Yep. We're not looking at hospitalizations. We're just looking at cases. 
Yeah, and of course, when the focus is on cases and you see a, a 2,000 jump like we did yesterday, uh, people start to panic. Uh, there's n- that's why I've tried to be so as non-alarmist about this new strain as, as I possibly can. And uh, look, I think the issue um, will be that over the next month, people will start to unfortunately, cancel things, whether it's a, a booking at the, their local restaurant or they're, you know, probably a little afraid to go out now to their local cafe and, and that will cause problems for your sector as well and not only for hospitality sectors locally but also regionally because people, unfortunately, now if they start to become close contacts, well, then they're going to cancel their, their regional trips throughout New South Wales or even into Queensland. That's right. So it's going to have far reaching effects. And we have no idea how other states are going to react to New South Wales if the case numbers continue to go up. Now, look, Omicron is is apparently very infectious, meaning it's much easier to transmit from person to person. That's right. And as the the premier said, uh, it's five times less effective, meaning uh, not doesn't make you as sick. The problem is, is that with case numbers nearly 6,000 and potentially more, up to 25,000, as Brad Hazard said, there's no way to predict how the other states are going to feel and how they're going to treat New South Wales. And in fact, New Zealand said directly, we are not going to reopen to Australia because of the comments of the health minister in New South Wales, that he expects 25,000 cases. Is this going to derail the Mm. return of travel? Is this going to derail many countries from allowing travel between Australia? Uh, It just doesn't seem like we're learning to live with COVID. It seems like it was a good idea to remove all the restrictions and then the outcome that was expected happened. And everyone is afraid of that outcome. So we need to rethink. All right, Matt, just before I let you go, Wes, so just uh, on behalf, I guess, of the Restaurant and Catering Industry Association, you understand uh, the, the use of checkout codes and the wearing of masks, uh, but it's the, you know, the return to one person per two square metres that is really concerning you at this point. That is going to have the most dramatic effect. Imagine how are restaurants and cafes and, and catered events going to decide who's New Year's Eve tickets are cancelled. Yeah, no. All right. Uh, look, I, I know it's tough. I, I do want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Thank you for being on our program throughout the course of, of 2021. Let's talk again. Uh, maybe next week we'll, we'll see how things are going, OK? OK, thank you. My pleasure. All right, there he is, Wes Lambert from the Restaurant and Catering Industry Association. Well, if you want to comment on that, give me a call. 13 12 69 is the open line number. Look, it's not just... I guess, uh, the concern from that sector. We also need to bear in mind as well that our hospitals are starting to feel the strain of this Omicron variant. Uh, We're facing looming staff shortages, we're told, with hundreds isolating and others asked to reconsider taking Christmas leave. There's almost 1,500 hospital workers across the health system in New South Wales alone in isolation due to COVID-19. Some staff have been asked to reverse leave to bolster the workforce as the outbreak grows. And of course, yesterday, when it comes to testing, well, the PCR lineups, boy, oh boy, they're well and truly 
out of control and it led to the Premier, Dominic Perrottet, who, by the way, we, we are trying to get on the program this morning. We'll put another request in and hopefully uh, we can get Dominic on to talk about these issues. Uh, please, Premier, there's a lot of worried people this morning. I think it's time to try and set their minds at ease. So we'll try and get the Premier Dominic Perrottet on the program as we broadcast not only right around New South Wales, but into southeast Queensland as well. All right, so look, I don't know what the answer is. I really don't. I don't pretend to be an expert, but what I don't want to see is a return to full lockdowns. And I do have concerns. Without being alarmist, I I have more concern at the moment for the effects that these changes will have on small businesses given that there's no government support backing them up.